Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. Star Trek, the city on the edge of forever. The Enterprise discovers an ancient portal through time. An ancient portal um, that's capable of controlling time. They first notice the ancient portal as a surge of energy from the portal hits the Enterprise, injuring Sulu. The shockwave caused Sulu to go into cardiac arrest. McCoy is about to hypo-Sulu with a cortisone uh, when another wave hits the Enterprise, leading to an accidental injection. The cortisone causes Dr. McCoy to have excess paranoia. McCoy thinks the Enterprise members are a ship of murderers and assassins and assaults the transporter personnel, then beams down to the planet and travels back into time through the ancient time portal. Spock and Jim beam down and discover the personal guardian of the time portal and discover that the Guardian can only play the time series at one speed. They pass through the portal prior to the time in which McCoy will arrive in a time in the past. Spock and Jim must repair the history damaged by McCoy and return back to the Enterprise, causing the Enterprise to come back into existence. Jim and McCoy arrive in New York City in the late 1930s during the Depression era. They escape a confrontation with the police officer and manage to arrive in the 21st mission and meet a woman named Edith Keller. The city is um, feeling the effects of war. War is evil. War impoverishes countries. The U.S. maintains a policy of isolationism. America does not share Europe's fascination with death. Could America have remained free without participating in World War II? Spock's computer predicts wrongly. America would have remained free without entering in the war. The economic Loan defaults would take 10 years to stabilize and another 10 years for companies to rebuild. rebuild. The, the Great Depression would not have lasted for um, decades. There would have been no U.S. war debt. The free market forces of capitalism would have created new wealth. Life, liberty, and private property, inevitable, inevitable rights would have set the ground for U.S. prosperity. America would prosper and Nazism, like communism, would collapse under the weight of its ideology disconnects and high debt. Germany would have expended all its resources during World War II and it would not have had the resources to fight America. The U.S. had been able to protect it, would have had the ability to protect itself if attacked, thus avoiding the offensive war. 
Spock's computer algorithm was simple. The first country to possess a nuclear weapon would possess the idol of unprecedented superpower. The computer predicted that the passive movements would result in a losing the arms race, the destruction of Europe, and the rise of a new Rome. History seems to favor Spock. However, his algorithm was designed to make his version of history preferred. Remember, Spock plays this cowboy diplomacy, but he also uh, seems to affect the timelines. And his, he believes that he has a higher morality, the Vulcans, the elitist. Spock believes, uh, so he believes that his timeline or his reality should prevail. Spock builds a 21st computer by assembling vacuum tubes in a series creating a mnemonic memory device. In other words, it's going to work like a biological memory. The crude computer reveals the social worker Edith Keller was killed in a hit-and-run <coughs> homicide at the moment the computer burns up. Spock redesigns and stabilizes the computer and learns history has changed, suddenly changed. Edith Killer does not die because McCoy intervenes and saves her. Edith Killer leads a growing pacifist movement and becomes the president of the United States. Well, that's in, in Spock's mind, that creates a dilemma because she's supposed to die, and as a result, the <coughs> her movement would would uh, not grow in strength. So Edith Killer grows a passive movement and becomes president of the United States. Germany wins the arms race, destroys Europe, and controls the world. The changing world events over the next six years destroy the Federation's space programs, causing the Enterprise to cease to exist. And hence, uh, both Kirk and Spock realize that Edith Killer must die so that her passive program does not gain strength and that they can restore back the Enterprise, which ceased to exist because the timeline had been disrupted. McCoy was the random element. McCoy appears sick and lies in the street. McCoy is taken to a mission, but Jim and Kirk are unaware of his arrival. Keller is impressed with McCoy and nurses him back to health. McCoy falls in love with Keller. Kirk's romantic intentions for Keller have been increasing. Keller stumbles on the stairway, but Kirk saves her from falling down the stairs. Spock chastises Kirk, believing he may have interfered with the timeline, allowing his fascination for death scenario to manifest. Basically, Spock seems cold enough to want to encourage the death of Keller, whether it be moral or immoral, in the action. Kirk, because he believes in chivalry, can't let her die. But in the end, he won't interfere with Spock holding him, preventing him uh, to saving Keller from the car accident and correcting time. Jim and Spock prevent McCoy from saving Keller. Events unfold as predicted, and Keller dies in the car accident. The personal guardian knew that Kirk and Spock would fix history, we know this because they did not cease to exist. Therefore, the Guardian was unwilling to provide any advice or assistance. 
The past could not be changed by the visitors, so the visit to the past, in the end, was harmless. One of the things I've been thinking about on this particular episode on the city on this uh, edge of forever is that <clears throat> why didn't Kirk um, take Edith Keller back to the Enterprise? Um, why was the guardian of forever, why was she stuck in her time? Because individuals from the past can travel through time into the future, just as people from the future could travel back in time into the past. So it seemed like the that Spock had engineered his conclusion that there was only one possible outcome, and that was the death of Edith Keller. So then we are asked to ask yourself the question is, was the ideas of Edith Keller so dangerous to humanity in the past and in the future that he justified that he was preserving all of humanity by destroying uh, Edith Keller. And so this uh, better, his knowledge, he's put a supreme element of knowledge over Kirk and Kirk trusted him and didn't consider this a third option, which was to allow Edith Killer to live and um, for her to return with the Star Trek, um, with the Enterprise landing crew, was back into the future with McCoy, uh, Kirk, and Spock. And so... Um, it's it's a concern about Spock is is his desire to change history and his disregard for human life. And McCoy does point out uh, that Spock did act wrongly, but since Kirk had made the final decision to let Edith Killer die, and it was Kirk's decision, I feel like that uh, he was being manipulated by Spock.